God. May the Lord continue to open your eyes and grant you, amen, understanding concerning his kingdom. Amen. Our scripture reading tonight will come from John, the gospel according to John, the 17th chapter, verse 11 through 19 in the New King James Version. Then also we're going to go to 1 John, chapter 5, verse 1 through 5, and that in the New King James Version as well. The gospel according to John, chapter 17, verse 11 through 19 is our first reading in the uh, New King James Version. And it says, now I am no longer in the world. This is Christ speaking. But these are in the world, talking about his disciples. And I come to you, Holy Father, amen. Keep through your name those whom you have given me, that you may, that they may be one as we are one. Verse 12, while I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me, I have kept, and none of them is lost except the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But I may, but now I come to you, and these things, these things I speak in the world, that they may be, that they may have joy, and fulfilled in themselves. Verse fourteen, I have, I gave, I have given them your word. And the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Amen. Do I, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that, you, that, but that you should keep them from the evil one. Let me read verse 15 again. Amen. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. Glory to God. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As, I, as you sent me in the world, I also send them in the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, that they also may be sanctified by the truth. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Amen. This is the prayer of Christ uh, concerning the disciples. Part of the prayer. 1 John chapter 5, 1 John, the epistle of John chapter 5, and beginning in verse 1. And it says, whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone who loves him, who begot, also loves him, who is begotten of him. Amen, talking about God and Christ. Verse two, by this we know that we are, that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. Thank you, Father. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandment and his commandments are not burdensome. They're not grievous. Glory to God. They're not oppressive. His commandments are not oppressive for what, whatever, whoever, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that we, that he has overcome the world. This, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Thank you, Father. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the son of God. Thank you, Father. Tonight, I want to deal with this subject, understanding the process of sanctification. 
understanding the process of sanctification. I believe the first thing that's right to say is, is the fact is this, and if you don't remember nothing else, uh, remember this, that holiness is the believer's birthright. Holiness is the believer's birthright. And holiness is part of the salvation package. Amen. That process to get to holiness is called sanctification. Amen. In 1 Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, verse one says, this is the will of God for us. Amen. Our sanctification. Glory to God. This is the will of God. But Satan wants to keep us ignorant of what has already been given to us and block us from walking in the fullness, amen, of who we are. Amen. Walking in the fullness of who we are. If he can block us all together, that would be, uh, that's the plan. But if not all together, at least partially. From who we are and whose we are, what we possess, what has already been freely given to us. Glory to God. Holiness amen, is your birthright. As just as much as hearing the Lord is your birthright. Amen. Freedom is deliverance is your birthright. Once we become born again of the seed of God and we become alive, there's something down inside of you. The Holy Spirit of God is in you declaring your royal position. There, amen. There's the Holy Spirit of God is in you declaring your royal position. And it's through the teaching of, of the Holy Spirit in, in, in the word and through the word that we come to realize our royal state in the Lord. Amen. I'm going to say again, it's through the Holy Spirit because only the Spirit knows the deep things of God. And it's the Spirit that declares to us, amen, the things of God, amen, which he has given to us freely. Holiness is your birthright. Hearing the voice of God, he says, my, my sheep hear my voice and a stranger they won't follow. Matter of fact, they'll run from him. Hearing his voice is your birthright. This is not for the um, mystical and spooky. This is not for those who think they have some kind of lock, amen, on the word of God or some type of higher echelon of spiritual maturity. Amen. Holiness is your birthright. Amen. The process in which to get to holiness, amen, is sanctification. And it's, and it's, it's, it's in this place that the fullness of who we're called to be is manifested. The fullness of who we're called to be is manifested. As long as we are ignorant and polluted and still yielding to the world and all of its temptations, amen, we cannot manifest who we are really called to be. Amen. When we become born again, amen, the Holy Spirit is in us, amen, screaming that you are royalty. He begs, he yearns jealously, amen, to be separated from the world, to be active in the world as a son of God, but not of the world. Glory to God, amen. So there's, there's, there's the Spirit of God telling you, you are royalty, hallelujah, telling you, you are royalty. In order for uh, the followers of Jesus Christ to walk this sanctified life, amen, we must understand, first of all, the complexities of the sin nature and overcome it. 
Hallelujah. We must understand the complexities of that sin nature and overcome it. Galatians 5 and verse 16 through 18, that we'll read in the New Living Translation. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 through 18, and it says this. So I, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Amen. I'm going to pause there. Anytime there's a, a word in the scripture that you don't understand how to make practical, that's a point of prayer for asking God, teach me how, amen, to be guided by the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's a place of prayer. So then let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants, the Holy Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires. And these two forces are constantly fighting each other so that so you are not free, you are not free to carry out your good intention. But when you are directed by the Holy Spirit, you're not under the obligation of the law of Moses. Glory to God. Amen. These two forces are constantly fighting each other so that you are not free to carry out your good intention. Your enemy understands and knows that as long as you are combating with yourself, amen, within yourself, dealing with that sin nature, amen, that I call a rebel, Amen. You're, you're, you will not be able to fully manifest, amen, the power of God in the earth realm. Amen. Prayer imposes the will of God, amen, on all creation. When we declare the word of God, when we pray the word, it imposes the will of God. Amen. Glory to God. So God gives us uh, gifts and talents, amen, purposes, and we have good intentions. We have good intentions, but as long as we are dealing with the enemy in me, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, praise God, amen, uh, our performance will always be a lackluster performance in the Lord. However, we are not left, amen, defenseless or unarmed. The scriptures gives us clarity and insight how to walk out the sanctification. It's a process, hallelujah, it's a process to sanctification that in the end we walk in holiness. Amen. The, first, the, the next thing you have to understand is that the flesh or the old man or that sin nature, amen, will always resist being submitted. The flesh, the sin nature will always resist. Even at the very thought of fasting and prayer, glory to God, the flesh begins to, amen, seek ways to resist. Even today, before I even got to actually feeling I'm fasting today, the flesh was already trying to find a way, amen, to, amen, desire what it wanted to desire so that it can continue to do its normal routine. Hallelujah. But it's, it's, it's through fasting and prayer we learn the disciplines necessary to put the old man, the flesh, that sin nature in his proper place. Hallelujah. We learn how to put him in his proper place. Glory to God. And, and, and that, beloved, is necessary for us 
So we won't be always having good intentions, but never fulfilling what God called us to do. Say again, Bogus, to where we, amen, won't always have these good intentions, but never really fulfill what God, amen, has called us to do. Amen. So we can't carry out our good intention. First Corinthians, the ninth chapter, amen, uh, beginning at verse 24. We've heard this before. Going to read it again. First Corinthians 9 and beginning at verse 24 said, Do you, don't, don't you realize that in a race everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize? So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. Amen. They do it to win a prize that fade away, but we do it for, amen, for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I'm not just shot of boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should, training it to do what it should, training it to do what it should. Amen. Training is more mental than it is physical. Training is more mental than it is physical. The process is more mental than it is physical. I'm praying for myself. I'm praying for the body of Christ. Amen. If you're taking notes, write this down. Amen. I'm praying for mental toughness. Amen. Mental toughness. There are some things God's calling bogus to do. The only reason I struggle is, is, amen, is mental. The only reason, amen, and mental. And our mental affects our vocabulary. Amen. And we'll talk about that later down the teaching. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. And so, and so we have to discipline like an athlete. Amen. Train the body. Amen. That it may, so that it can do what it's supposed to do. Put it in its place. Glory to God. Amen. Fasting in prayer and the word of God put, puts the sin nature in its proper place so that the believer will be Amen. Delivered from living their lives as a slave to their own desires. Fasting prayer in the word puts that sin nature, that old man, the flesh, amen, in his proper place so that the believer, amen, will be delivered from living their lives, the majority of our lives, as slaves to our own desires. As slaves in Romans, the sixth chapter, glory to God. Romans, the sixth chapter, amen, beginning at verse 12, and this is what it says, amen, in, in verse 12. Therefore, do not let sin reign, amen, in your mortal body, that you should obey its lust. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Shall not have dominion over you. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? Certainly not. God forbid. Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves, slaves to obey, you are that one slave whom you obey? Amen. Rather than whether it's sin leading to death or obedience leading to righteousness. But God, amen, be thanked that through uh, you, but though you were sins, slaves of sin, let me read that again, but God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, 
yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which you were delivered. Having been set free from sin, you become slaves of righteousness. I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. Praise the name of the Lord. For just as you present your members as slaves of uncleanliness, amen, and lawlessness leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. Glory to God. Amen. When we didn't know any better and we were ignorant, we just followed whatever desire came to our mind in our heart. Hallelujah. But the process, in the process of this of sanctification unto holiness, all that we need to walk circumspectly has already given to, given to us. The next thing that's important, amen, is knowledge. The next thing is important is knowledge. Your adversary does not want you to know what you possess. Amen. What Christ has already procured for us. Thank you, Father. Your adversary don't want you aware of what Christ has already, amen, procured for us. It's already done. Thank you, Father. Second Peter chapter 1, that we'll read in the New Living Translation. Glory to God. Second Peter chapter 1, we'll read it in the New Living Translation. It says, this letter is from Simon Peter, a slave and an apostle of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. I'm writing to you who share the same precious faith we have. This faith was given to you because of the justice and the fairness of Jesus Christ, our God and Savior. Verse 2, may God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in the knowledge of God and Jesus Christ, our Lord. You grow in that knowledge. Verse 3, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Read that again. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Praise God. And we have received all of this by coming to know him. The one who called us to himself by means of his glory, marvelous glory and excellence. Because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share, glory to God, his divine nature and escape the corrupt, the world's corruption caused by human desires. Everything we need, God has already, amen, given to us. Amen. What we are uh, pressing to do during this fast is to make you aware of your birthright, of your privileges in him. Glory to God. To make you aware of your birthright and your privilege in him so that you can walk as an overcomer of the world and all of his desires and all of his forms. Glory to God. Amen. So uh, 2023 is a year of breaking barriers and limitations. 2023 will be a year of breaking all barriers and I, I should say previous barriers and limitations, amen, set by the enemy working through the flesh. Glory to God. 2023 is the year of the breaker's anointing. 
The Father is the breaker. Amen. And all previous barriers and limitations that the enemy has been working in through the flesh, through our old nature, amen, and we keep coming up short, amen, 2023 is the year of the breaker. Glory to God. And the enemies that you have struggled with uh, up until this point, praise God, God is releasing the strategies and the power to release us from every previous barrier and previous limitations that has kept us from our good intentions given, given to us by the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are overcomers. Thank you, Father. We are overcomers. Amen. 1 John 5, let's go back to that. Amen. 1 John 5, it says in verse 4, for whoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that he has. He, he, amen. This is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. He, uh, who is he who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Amen. Since I believe, I'm an overcomer. In me, glory to God, the power of the Holy Spirit is an overcomer. Unto him who's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think. Glory to God. The power already resides in me. I, I, amen. What we need to do is the mentality that goes with it and change our vocabulary so that we speak in line with, amen, what God says and not what our flesh is telling us. His commandments are not burdensome. They're not grievous. They're not oppressive. I can do it. He says, be holy for I am holy. Thank you, Father. Uh, and so if he said it, I believe it. I have to change my vocabulary and stop saying, amen, it's hard. Stop saying, I can't do this. Glory to God. And declare my victory walk. Amen. So while you're walking, you need to start declaring your freedom. I've been baptized into Christ. Amen. I'm already victorious because of the power of the Holy Spirit within me. I walk in freedom from every form of bondage and illegal, amen, uh, change that the enemy has placed upon me. I break all previous barriers. I break all previous, amen, limitations placed on my life in the name of Jesus, and I walk out this freedom. Glory to God. Amen. I just got a picture in my mind. Uh, many of us, we've seen the, uh, the movie about, uh, amen, Forrest Gump. We've seen that movie. In his early age, Amen. I think it was polio. He had those braces from his hip all the way down to his uh to his uh ankles. Amen. And they were bullying and making fun of him, uh, riding behind him in a truck. But one day he just ran right out of those shackles. Glory to God. And he was a prolific runner from that point on. 2023, we're gonna, amen, we're gonna start that type of process, running right out of those shackles. Glory to God. And we're going to be prolific runners from this point on in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. One other point, and then I'm done. Out of James chapter 4 and verse 4, amen, uh, beginning in verse 4, it said, adulterers and adulteress, do you not know that friendship with the world is imitated with God? Whoever, therefore, wants to be a friend of the world makes himself makes himself 
an enemy of God. Whoever wants to be a friend of the world, amen, he makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain that the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously? Thank you, Father. But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but give grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil, and he'll flee. Submit to God. Resist the devil, and he'll flee. I looked up the word resist, and it means to withstand the action or effect of. To withstand. Amen. It implies an overt recognition of hostile and threatening forces. It's a recognition of hostile and threatening forces. I recognize I am being, amen, opposed. Now, here's the other part of it. Glory to God. And then I make conscious effort to counteract that opposition. Thank you, Father. Counteract and repel, amen, that that force and that opposition. It don't mean standing there and saying, waiting, please, Mr. Devil, stop talking. Praise to God. Amen. It means I counteract as Jesus did in the wilderness when the enemy said, if you are the son of God, turn this stone to bread. He counteract, he repelled, he resisted. Amen. The word of the enemy by saying, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceed out of the mouth of God. Hallelujah. When the enemy said something, Jesus said, it is written. He opposed it. He counteracted. He repelled the lie, amen, and replaced it with the truth. Say again, he counteracted and repelled the lie with the truth. The enemy said, you can't walk like in no holiness. I repelled that. I counteracted. Well, the scripture says, amen, be holy for I am holy. And his burdens, his, his commandments are not burdensome. Glory to God. Amen. You got to have a counteract attack. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Amen. It means to come back. It means to withstand. That's what it means to resist. Amen. To come back, to withstand. So to walk in holiness, amen, is amen. To desire it is to also understand warfare. Amen. And understand the flesh. You got to understand warfare. You got to understand, amen, the flesh. Praise God. Amen. Jehovah Mekadesh the God who sanctified, we're called, amen, to come out. We're called out. Just like he called Abram, come out from your kindred, come out from Ur of the Chaldees. Glory to God. We are called out as though in the same way that he called, amen, Israel out of Egypt. We're called, we're the called out of. We're not to be like them. We'll be called out of. Jehovah Mekadesh means, amen, a God, our holiness or uh, amen, he who sanctifies. When we become born again, yearning in us through the power of the Holy Ghost is to be sanctified. Yearning within us is the royal, our royal nature to be in our place. That's what's bucking in us. That's what's screaming in us. Amen. But there are combating forces. Amen. Because according to Galatians 5, that sin nature wants to do evil which is the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that's opposite of the sin nature. And these two forces are constantly fighting each other. Amen. So we're not free to carry out our good intention. Amen. There's an enemy in me. 
Once I understand that sin nature and how to overcome, at that point, I began to walk in a whole nother level. 2023, amen, is the the breaker anointing is breaking off of us all previous barriers and limitations that the enemy has assigned through the flesh. And we're going to demonstrate and walk in great power, amen, and become an enemy to our enemy in 2023 like never before. This is our first day of fasting. And I want to say this and I'm done. Amen. Let's be delivered from short-term thinking of just uh, what we want right now. No more beef and pork and carbonated drink. Oh, my God, I can't believe. Oh, Lord, we have to have a long-term thought life. Amen, that this short-term sacrifice is going to yield to me a power, going to yield to me a deliverance that's going to, amen, catapult me into another level of God. And if that's what I need to do to get there, I'm willing to do it. In the name, I said I'm willing to do it. And this is the will of God for us Praise God. Now, may God himself sanctify you completely. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus. He who calls you is faithful. He will also do it. Amen. May God himself sanctify you completely. Thank you, Father. Amen. That's my prayer for you during this process. May God himself sanctify you completely. He's Jehovah Mekadesh. He's the God that sanctifies unto holiness. Because he's the one driving, we can accomplish all that he said in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit of God, rise up in us. Rise up in us and that it may be a holy indignation that we would desire more and more to walk in holiness, to walk according to your blessed will so that we can, we can do what's been assigned to us and not always combat within ourselves. Let us teach us and give us the strength to put the rebel in us into submission that God may be glorified in us and through us in the name of Jesus. I thank you for what you're doing for us. You are the one that sanctifies us and separates the sin nature in the name of Jesus. Father, teach us how to put all things in its proper place. Discipline us so that we can walk circumspectly amen, and not become a castaway. We thank you, Father, for what you're doing in this process. We give you glory and praise. You alone are worthy in Jesus' name. 